He looks like a cartoon character. He looks like more of a cartoon character than Stan Lee, which is like, like, yeah, I believe this guy drained Stan Lee's blood. Like, full, <laughs> full stop. Like, I fully believe that he drained Stan Lee's blood and then, like, put a pillow over it. They're like, all right, Endgame came out. We don't need you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. I've been set upon by Morbius, <laughs> the living vampire. He's sucking my blood, true believers. It's Morbin time. Ah, I can't. Ah, I don't have a Stanley. Uh. That's not anything like what Stanley says. You gotta, you gotta throw in more Excelsior. Oh wait, he has Twitter. Hold on, he has, he has Twitter. I'm gonna look at his. Uh, hold on, I'm looking at his Twitter. We don't, and also we don't have to be talking about Stanley's old fucking ass this episode. We're talking about a DC thing. We're not even talking about a Marvel character. Yeah, we're talking about DC. Oh, dude, wait, hold on. Is his pin his pin tweet his pin tweet is like a grainy Facebook quote image of of Malcolm X. <laughs> Stanley's? No, Stanley's manager. And he reached. Oh wait, oh. he's a Trump. He's like a Q guy. Holy shit. Whoa. Whoa, what? Breaking yeah. news. He's like a Q guy who thinks that like Michael Jackson was innocent. Oh, he's a <laughs> they lied on him guy? He's a he's a they lied on him guy. That's like, so like, funny to be a Q guy and then like think Michael Jackson was not a pedophile. <laughs> Wait, no, like, who is Oh no, no, no. That's a whole thing. That's a whole thing with is, them. Is they think is... that like Michael Jackson was because Michael Jackson was friends with Trump. So they think that Michael Jackson was was employed by Trump to infiltrate the Jeffrey Epstein wing of of politics as a white hat as a, a white hat, and that's why the smooth criminal outfit was all white. <laughs> I've been following I've been following I've been following QAnon accounts recently, and they're really fun because they haven't been posting about the Trump the Trump arrest at all. They've just been like, dude, Hawaii, like they shot the Death Star at Hawaii. <laughs> it's, it, oh my god that's what the plot of this movie is isn't it welcome everyone on that note to marvelous or the death of cinema uh on we, today's episode yeah. oh fuck, yes I'm we're recording yes. did you, for, um, you forgot <laughs> no no uh, no, no I'm wait close recording. i'm recording that oh hell yeah that's the cold open that's the cold open all, all right, right okay everybody open. let me do the intro uninterrupted for once Welcome, everyone. Oh. For fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Marvelous or the Death of Cinema. On today's episode, we're talking about James Wan's Aquaman, uh, an obscure DC character that you, you, you might know is he's sort of like the Submariner. Um, I'm Discourse Stew. I, hi, I'm, I'm losing my shit right now. I'm Nicole. <laughs> hi, I'm, I'm accusing a guy of murdering Stan on Twitter. <laughs> And, and we, uh, have, we have a George, guest. Yeah, we have a guest. Hello, I'm Graham. Um, should I say my Twitter handle? Am I allowed oh, yeah, to yeah, say yeah. that you that you're a cartoonist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm an amateur first, cartoonist. Our first ever Ooh. legitimate comics person <laughs> that has worked in the actual industry. Graham, go check his book yeah, out. Yeah. We're gonna do the plugs up front. Thank you. It's uh, it's called CYMK Ultra. All you know, I'll talk about it 
later at the end when we're doing more plugs because I don't want to take up time. Yeah. And this is, I think this is like maybe the first time someone's actually reached out to us and been like, I want to come on the show. And because the big impetus I've learned with having guests on the show is we have to make them watch the movie we talk about. Yeah. And, that's and we like, also can't talk over them. Yeah. Um, so, but this is, you know what? I, I don't think this was a good movie by <laughs> my own standard, but this is the most fun I've had watching one of these movies in a while. It's kind of remarkable how like enjoyably mid all the DC movies are. Like they're not, they're not trying to be like, you know, actual cinema. I came out of the theater really liking this and rewatching it. I was like, you know, I think at that time, actually having good costumes, like for the Atlantean stormtroopers, as opposed to just kind of like the gray sludge guys you see in everything else, just having good costumes went a long way for my young mind. Uh, when I initially watched this, uh, I oh, thought yeah, it was very okay. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's it's really just coasting off of being like. 10% better than the average Marvel movie, but it has basically, I'd say, all the same problems as, as most modern blockbusters do and most kind of big-budget superhero movies do. How many of us here have actually seen the movie before before we watched it for this one? Because I also saw this movie when it came out. It took my, I, my best I saw friend it at the time. on streaming a while after it came out. It was put on to amuse the niece and nephews. No, I I never I never saw it um, because by like I just uh, I I've you know what I'm gonna controversial thing that I think might shock a lot of people because I'm I'm kind of known as a horror head but <laughs> I don't really I don't really like James Wan's movies. Um, no, me neither. They're they're all just kind of like remakes of Poltergeist. There no, that's no, that's not a that's I, not a compliment. I would say they're more no, me, they're look, more Exorcist ripoffs than they're like. Well, no, what I don't like about it, they're like super stylized and they have a vision, but they're just like so reliant on like CGI and like jump scares. Like I think of like The Conjuring as like almost sort of equally guilty as like Paranormal Activity and sort of setting a standard for like studio horror movies just being like thing that cgi monster that screams at you and makes loud noises and ah you know i'm i'm gonna say they're just very yeah they're they're very formulaic kind of mid studio horror films they're except for saw actually i kind of like saw the first i never saw the scene sequels but never seen saw i've never seen it actually i i really like malignant I, also I haven't really seen it. Malignant, Malignant was very inter- was like boring until that like twist and like <laughs> it's a stupid movie. But that but the the concept of it is like we have Aquaman to thank because if Aquaman had have made like literally a billion fucking dollars, oh yeah, yeah, they would not have signed off on like a big budget remake of Basket Case, which is what <laughs> Malignant is. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm intrigued now. I, I actually, yeah, Malignant is great. It also doesn't, like, there's a few CGI landscapes, but most of it is practical, uh, and I really like, appreciated that. I was very, it was very surprisingly good. I think with Juan, you have to go in with absolutely zero expectations, and then he makes, like, he makes, <laughs> he, he's, he makes competent six out of ten, you know? He, he's yeah, not, yeah, like, like, you know, guys. Insidious and... Movies. 
Insidious and Conjuring are competent. They're just like, well, the reason I mentioned Poltergeist is Poltergeist is like a PG-13. It's, I feel like it's kind of like I think the, the first is modern. No, no, Conjuring is like a PG-13. Yeah, it's PG-13. Um, huh. Poltergeist to me is just like it's like the first PG thirteen studio horror movie, which I mean I, did, I like Poltergeist well enough, but it's just like I these movies all kind of felt like that, and they all like, they feel very formulaic. They're, they're the way they telegraph their scare. They're, they're for, they are they feel like they are for teenagers, like they yeah. are they're yeah. they're they're for teenagers and specifically for teenagers that aren't going to sit down and watch The Shining or, or something, you know, yeah, that's they, a little harder edged or more demanding. And and they're fine, but they just never, you know, rise above that level of like really hitting home for me. Uh, also, the Conjuring movies um, resurrected the reputations of of just two hack, fraud, hoax, scam artist fucking people. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Actually, I I will defend. Uh, I'm gonna defend Juan here. Uh, in the right. later movies, they do kind of point out that they're hack frauds. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they that. do they <laughs> they do basically like the the first one I think was trying to capitalize on that based on a true story bullshit. But then like all the other like uh, at least from what I remember from three, they they completely dropped the premise of this being based in reality whatsoever, and they're like trying to have trials to prove that the devil is real and shit. <laughs> Didn't, um, uh, oh God, why can't I remember his name? He's in this movie too. Patrick, Patrick, Patrick Wilson. Wilson. Didn't Patrick he direct Wilson. the third one or the no, most recent one? It was a different guy, I think, but I thought he directed one of those. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. He like got it. He like did an Alan Alda, but with a movie series and got maybe. in mind the camera. No, it's Michael, Michael Chaves, uh, who directed, he directed some of the spinoff movies. The Conjuring 3 is mid because it's like half of it is a bad horror movie and the other half is a, an amazing trial film where they're trying to prove that the devil is real. But that half is like 45 minutes of the movie. Uh, Still not interested. Um, yeah, if that if actually the Conjuring 3, if it was just the trial, it would have been <laughs> again, they're, they're, they're all six out of tens, but it would have been like a 6.5 Ooh, or like a seven. No. We here to talk about Aquaman, baby. I'm gonna say one last thing about okay. about James Wan. He is a he okay. works with a great stable of actors. Like Patrick oh, Wilson yeah, yeah. is so underrated, and I love that this guy. Is, this fucking, is his second pod appearance, actually, after because of Watchmen. Now this, he cooks so goddamn hard in this movie. He's cooking something. They're cooking something here. I don't know if it's ripe. I, it's not ripe. Not, but they're cooking no, he, something with some spice. When he puts spice. the Ocean Master helmet on and he's like, oh, and he looks like, like Bible wiping, Man. Yeah, he's I love like that wiping shit the, so much. the fins off with his like, and every every line is ended with a scream. Oh my! God. <laughs> like, it's not it's not great, but it's entertaining, you know. He had and, fun, and sometimes that's enough. Yeah, he had fun, and you're you're feeling yourself have fun with him, you know. Am I alone? Like this, I felt like this movie just made no impression on me at all. Like I, I didn't. I don't think it was a good movie, but I had, I had, I laughed consistently. Either like mostly at it. I I laughed a lot at the movie, but it got a reaction out of me that was not like I'm gonna get up and like dust off my TV or uh, this. 
fucking uh, forced relationship shit from like a, a Marvel movie, <laughs> you know, where it's trying to get you to think yeah. like Wanda and and Vision were a thing we need to care about. Um, refreshing, like the, this was an enjoyable dumb guy movie. This movie is the 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 most dumb guy movie to ever make like a billion dollars at the box office. Is, I get is, why is it my made take. a billion dollars. It, I really, it, I, I so get why because it's, it's entertaining, but it's not. It doesn't linger in your brain. You know, I'm going to forget about this movie oh, entirely after candy. we forget. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's super cotton after we, candy. After we wrap, I, I'm gonna be like, oh, "Fuck, I saw the Aquaman movie." Stu, <laughs> uh, do you want to do you want to attempt your uh, concise plot summary that we will not interrupt? I yeah, I, I give you uh, my I give right. you my word. Um, I have my hand up. So, uh, Jason Momoa is a guy. Uh, his dad fucked a a mermaid, and now he's the bastard prince of Atlantis. Uh, they threw his mom in jail for doing bestiality with humans in the underwater jail. <laughs> Uh, then the Justice League movies happened, and then now he's just kind of cruising around, uh, rescuing dudes, just kind of doing superhero stuff, uh, just kind of having those chill Jason Momoa like 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 benevolent meathead vibes. And then uh, he pisses off a pirate, and the pirate teams up with his his um, brother. Who his half brother, who's the prince of Atlantis, to do some Game of Thrones shit? Light skin brother. Um, <laughs> and then his brother takes over Atlantis and starts like throwing dolphins at oil rigs and shit. Um, which, like, fair enough. I mean, we really have that one coming. Uh, and then uh, Aquaman goes on a kind of like half crawl, half Indiana Jones quest to get a a a, a spear. That proves he's the king of Atlantis. It's sort of like if Excalibur was a, a trident. And then, um, you know, there's like Lovecraft deep ones in a trench, and they're like the orcs in this. And there's a big battle at the end and a big Cthulhu monster. Voiced then, by Julie Andrews. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, which is an interesting choice. And then his, his brother realizes, oh, okay, you're Aquaman and I'm not. So this is how this is gonna go, and then he goes to jail, and uh, uh, the 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 pirate, the brother of the the pirate, the dead pirate who's swearing revenge on Aquaman. He's Black Manta now. He's Aquaman's main bad guy, and he's like, "I will get you, Aquaman." And then he uh, he goes off to kind of like set up the plot for the next movie. Um, the end. Aquaman. You're you're missing one important thing. Right, and- Will, Will, Willem Dafoe is like the is like the benevolent vizier and and like sage Will, Will, older guy. Willem Dafoe and his like slick back like man <laughs> bun. Oh, God. Dude, you know he pours an absolutely unreal matcha latte. It's so funny that he was in this and the lighthouse. <laughs> Can I? Okay, but the one thing I want to point out that you forgot is that. The thing that had my ass like laughing from the start is that this movie, a lot like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, but I gotta say, much more uncanny uh, than like D. H. Kurt Russell. Um, what's the actor's name? Uh, the guy who plays Ar- Arthur Chu's dad. Tamara Morrison. Tamara Morrison. Yeah. Tamara Morrison. Tamara Morrison. Say that three times fast. Tamara 
person. Yeah, they digitally. Well, the movie, the movie opened. What if it was Tamura? What if it was Tamura Grant Morrison, and he was like writing All Star Batman and doing the haka? <laughs> well, the movie because the movie opens on like you know Arthur's narrating. Oh, these this is the story of my parents. Uh, Nicole Kidman's like the queen of Atlantis who like escapes an arranged marriage, and she like Dude, that part was rolls so up mid. on a she rolls up on a main like lighthouse by Thomas and Morrison, uh, and he he is just so badly digitally de-aged he looks like he looks like caitlin jenner before she transitioned <laughs> like like that just like face that like bad botox and like hair plugs and i was laughing my ass off oh and shout out now, you know uh, what she looked like what like a power ranger actor that hits puberty too hard and then like they have to <laughs> Like that's that's what they look like in their last appearance before they have like quit the power and <laughs> go to college or something. Like he looked, yeah. he looked like a dude that hit, tw- hit had like a rough twenty five. Twink death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went through twink death and now he has to not be on Power Rangers anymore. And, and then later in the movie, they make Willem Dafoe smooth too for like a flashback, even though like I'm assuming Atlanteans like age different. Then people, so well, they're like, they're underwater no all reason. the time, so their skin never gets dry. They don't have to moisturize. But it's salt it, water. Their, their shit was wavy. Their shit was that. That would be, that'd be so cool if, like, in the second movie, fucking Ocean Master has a fade for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about this movie is it's like it just looks it's like shockingly M&M. pretty. I wouldn't say pretty at all. I will. No. I will say. I will say the water Ooh. effects, the, the the underwater effects, not They're perfect, bad. but not as not as bad as everyone They're said bad. it was. Like, I'm they I'm were, using I'm using the, in the theater. I'm <laughs> using the Snyder cut as like a basis here because the Snyder cut, like all the Aquaman sequences in that, they have to like find plot reasons for them to leave the water because they hadn't invented. Oh yeah, like, every time anybody characters. needs to talk to each other, they just create an air bubble. It's like. You live and breathe underwater. Why are you but they, doing? Yeah, they do that in this movie too. No, they don't. They do it. They do it. They do it. They're like, here's an air pocket with like a couple, and then Willem Dafoe throws a fish. Yeah, but that was like that was for plot. Re- I'm, I'm, I'll give them one. You know, <laughs> they did it once. It's not. They did it like eight times in twenty minutes in the the fucking Snyder Cut movie. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I liked that. Yeah, it, it um, felt like an improvement from that. Like. Obviously, by 2023 standards, like our, like the way of water has come out. There's a new bar, but I think for 2019, for five it years looks, ago, <laughs> yeah, for five years ago, it looks fine. It it never it didn't it didn't feel like they were they they like it didn't feel it didn't ever take me out. I of think the they st- should have just actually uh, shot all of this stuff underwater. They should have you. built submarines and built like animatronic Under- seahorses and built a great big set in a great big tank in a great big studio and had waterproof cameras and just made all the actors risk drowning. Okay, I see. I see where you're. That's how going they should have made it, this. No, I, I'm not kidding. I really, the, I really believe okay. that. I, they, they probably spent like 200 million dollars on this movie. They could afford it. Yeah, you do not. I do not see the budget at all in this movie. I do, but it's. I, I, see, I see it. it. It's, it's just, just all in the CGI. It's all in the, <laughs> no, it's in the CGI. It's in the, cost, is... it's in the costumes. 
Uh, which and are the costumes. Oh, the, costumes yeah, yeah. the costumes are unreal. I like the costumes, but the costumes is not $200 million. It's in the costumes and, like, getting a wire rig, but only using it in the Sicily action piece, which is, like, just ridiculously better than all the other. Like, I will say, the choreography in this movie is good. They do this. James Wan loves to do this thing in his movies where he has the camera spin around a character. Yeah, and then sp- it, but it and speeds it, up often and it looks kind of yeah. like a Benny Hill it works. Like it's literally only one <laughs> this movie, and it's when they're in Sicily Square, and it's like, okay, I know, I, I you've established this location. I know where they are. Uh, that's another thing that this movie does well is they do they do set things up. You know, I, I, I one thing the yeah the Sicily fight's probably the high point of the movie, but that's also the one that has like the most practical stuff going on yeah. and the most like use of location. It it doesn't actually. I did because I again once again I'm the only one who does notes for these episodes, <laughs> and um, they did <laughs> they did they did shoot on location for like in like Morocco and like around Maine. So there are a couple like on location places, but for they, for they, for an for, for a cin- major for a for a centerpiece action sequence, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but for the hold on, let me find it in my notes because in the Sicily part, they like they basically just kind of built a set, like a parts of a set, and then like stucco roofs and just like left the rest of it to like blue screen, and hence why you get entire like I was getting I was getting flashbacks to fucking Winter Soldier, just like especially at the beginning on like the this pier so than- when they're talking. No, they it's just like clearly people <laughs> in front of a green screen or a blue screen in this case. I mean, and it's, it's, it's a it's, like, it's it a mixed like, bag, but this, some of this, this mogs Winter Soldier for just not being like. For having like it has your your epic spec ops guys, but it's not dour, you know. It doesn't feel like like you're like oh the the world is it's fucking overdue. No, There's it's not dour. No, this is this has so much more secrecy. fun with itself than uh, any of the Marvel movies we've watched recently can can ever like try to. Uh, Graham, what what did you think of the film? I feel like we have we we haven't left you enough openings to. Uh... Yeah, sorry. We it's... we constantly <laughs> do this to each other. Oh yeah, no, totally cool. Um, like it's very. I think we've covered it. Where it's just like I like the uh, the Sicily scene and like essentially the scene where uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen. I feel like he carries this movie completely. Um, oh, did he put and the he's whole team on his back? Not a lot, which is why it's not a good movie. <laughs> you, you could completely cut him out of the movie, and it would work. No. No. Yeah, yes, you could. You needed the scene. On a plot level, yes. yes. But on, on an entertainment on a, level, on an entertainment not at le- all. I'm, I'm with Graham here. You needed the scenes. These are very these are very crucial I, scenes to my <laughs> enjoyment as an idiot. I needed the scenes. <laughs> okay. He's flipping the knife uh, he's, and he's just shouting, yeah, he's, Atlantean steel! I love that guy so he's, much. Yeah, he's... Yeah. You need the scenes of him on, like, the stealth plane, like, Black Hawk sub that he has. Where he's just standing on top of it for no reason in like yeah. a coral reef, <laughs> and the Aquaman, the the, the Atlanteans show up and they're like, "Hey, like, we kind of fucking also hate Aquaman, but like, here's some I, armor. I don't got, here's I don't got Roblox none armor. on me. I don't got none on me right now." And they're like, "He's like, I don't, I don't need any money to kill Aquaman. You know, you just gotta give me a gun." And then, and then you get the the best. That scene, scene did look nice. That's on a beach. That's on an actual beach. 
That looked beautiful. Oh, no, I mean the one where they're in the uh or, the, the, No, the one the where they're giving him the armor. The, 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 no, they the, try the to one, pay him off The one that first. sets that up. Yeah, they try to pay him yeah. off. Oh. He's like, and, he's and like he's no, like, I don't give want me a money. gun. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just bring me to the fold. And it's because he's so worried about, like, his best scene being him covered completely in a helmet that he's giving <laughs> it his all, like, so much. Oh, dude, he put... Uh, all the needle drops and music cues in this movie were admittedly very bad. They're ass. Uh, they're bad. The I think the mode one. I think that's, that's, what I'm say. that's what I was going to say. Is like, can we talk about the Depeche mode? You guys are are you guys Venture Brothers heads? Yeah, I, I've seen I, the show. Yeah, Stu loves it. I okay. I fulfilled my promise that I watched the Max, so I will check out Venture Brothers next. But yeah, I I, I saw a couple of episodes when I was a teenager, but. Anyways, so this is this is kind of a tangent. This is something my roommate told me where the monarch voice they develop, like the voice for the monarch is something that they did while playing darts as Aquaman and Black Manta because they didn't know how Black Manta was supposed to sound. And oh, yeah, yeah, I was in the commentary tracks. <laughs> yeah. So was... he they have the monarch talk about Depeche mode a lot <laughs> and he builds the helmet to Depeche Mode song. Is James Gunn secretly the biggest <laughs> Venture Brothers head in the world? Well, well this would have... Or... Yeah, well, James Oh, yeah, there's, there's a whole riff yeah, in, in an early episode about where the monarch can't believe that the guy from Depeche Mode is straight. But he's the guy Wait. from Depeche Mode! See, I can hear him saying that so clearly just before you did it, that like yeah. I associate De- Depeche Mode specifically with the Monarch, and like my brain was exploding the first time I saw that. I was like, there's no there's no reason for this. That's, that's, a, fun, that's a fun little scene. This movie, this movie gets Black Manta, even though they do the dumb they do the dumb like retcon origin where it's like a, a beef with his dad. Uh, you wanted him you wanted him to be uh I wanted, I wanted him. Yes, I wanted him to be an autistic black nationalist. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we'll get to. We're gonna, we can't, okay. we can't yeah, get yeah. into the comic book segment just yet. But uh, Graham is going to tell us everything else about Aquaman, and I'm going to do the black man's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it is, it is so goddamn funny. So so Aquaman is is just like a ripoff of the Submariner, right? Kind of. Pretty like, much, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's like one of those things where it's, it's is it the space of a year or is it two years between them? I think, first I think it's a couple, yeah, because they're both they're both like pretty early into World War Two. I think Aquaman's forty one, and I think Mariner's thirty nine. I think that Should sounds it? right to me because I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to say thirty nine. <laughs> can I can I just say, I, and I think it's just early, just because it's like it seems like we want to kind of get into the comics thing, but. As, yeah, noted, yeah, we'll wait, we'll as, as noted, as yeah. noted, as noted, girl who don't read comics, um, we can fix. Uh, yeah, the sort of <laughs> like going into, and I think part of the thing that was very surprising about how well this movie did, and I think probably might be worth a bit of discussion, was sort of like up until at least definitely like the Justice League movie and Jason Momoa's interpretation of it, um, Aquaman was kind of seen as like a joke. I think in like the public consciousness is like, you know, like, oh, he talks to he talks to fish, you know, he wears like gay ass like scales and latex. What the fuck? Like I think that that mindset contributes to everything that I don't like about this movie. You did not need the uh 
the like 20 minutes of flashbacks to Aquaman like learning how to water bend with Willem Dafoe. That shit. Oh, get the fuck yeah. it, it sets just, up a, a move though. So just it give us more modern day Willem can... Dafoe because you're ruining his performance yeah. by putting by putting that plastic sheen on his eyebrows. That plastic sheen, the kid actor, both the kid <laughs> actors suck. Oh there's, yeah, the kid actor in the bad contact lenses. There's, there's, I was there's laughing so, so much hard. of this movie that feels like a producer was like, hold on, like kids think Aquaman's a homo. We need to fix this. Like, and it's like, no, Aquaman so is cool. cool. You just have to let the material stand for himself. That was kind of the core also of the Jeff Johns run, where there's a bunch of like moments where he's having an argument with a guy on Twitter, but in the pages of the book. Right, yeah, yeah. God, I... I, I think the whole, the whole Aquaman meme, I think it comes from exactly one thing, and it's Gen X kids and maybe the very youngest boomers who saw the 70s justice league cartoon yeah super and aquaman seemed really lame in the 70s justice league cartoon and that's the whole idea of who aquaman is for everybody ever since um until, yeah, nobody, the, until no, like because none Jason of those Obama. people read comics they just yeah, exactly they saw that and then they saw like robot chicken sketch yeah and they all yeah, yeah like that's the, yeah, all those yeah. all those people that are like my parents age or, or 10 15 years younger maybe at most made jokes about Aquaman in Family Guy in like Family Guy or the Simpsons and Robot Chicken and stuff and, yeah. and perpetuated that meme about Aquaman down to people our age which is 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 kind of whack because Aquaman's one of the most prog metal characters in cape shit that's not like a weird Marvel cosmic character that only has like 10 issues like really <laughs> pretty much after I'm 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 only te- I'm going to get back to the movie but pretty much after like the late 60s like early 70s aquaman's books are like great like there's there's not like a bad aquaman book until maybe the 90s 2000s you know like he's he's got a pretty good stretch of just like dudes that would smoke weed and like stare at a yes album cover and then be like <laughs> all right how can i make this like a guy that 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 wears green pants <laughs> even into but, the 2000s because Rick Veach, Rick Veach took a spin with him. Rick Veach, and then you actually, yeah, actually, well, I don't know what I'm thinking. Aquaman was great <laughs> until literally the Jeff Johns reboot, because, <laughs> he, and he actually kind of just gets better as things go on. There's a great episode of Justice League that sort of truncates the like late '90s, early 2000s shit, where Aquaman uh, cuts his hand, his own fucking hand off, because he's a real one, and then gets like a trident hand, like a like a harpoon hand. Oh yeah, I, then, I remember seeing that places yeah. here and there without a lot and of he, context. He, he becomes the half-slinging slasher, and then he gets a, he gets a yeah. he gets a hand made out of made out of the water. Magic that, water. Yeah, the King was Arthur's the water, sword was the King in. Arthur's water was exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah the Excalibur it, Lake. He like he daps up the Lady of the Lake, and then the Lady of the Lake's like, <laughs> "I, I, and I see you," and he gets like a sick ass like water hand that's got all this weird like piping on it it's sick but back to the movie yeah yeah, yeah back to, to the movie to to tie, to tie that back into the movie and i think part of i i think a, a good part of the reason i found this pretty you know not good but enjoyable and consistently entertaining and i think probably maybe part of the reason sort of aquaman's public reputation is considerably like course cracked it away from like ooh, 
lame ass gay guy who talks to dolphins. It's just Jason Momoa has like a natural charisma to him. Like that first like action scene of him like on the submarine, pretty great. That's sick. He's he's like he's like oh, throwing yeah, yeah. his hair around and like you know making faces and like like uh, he's 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 a great like action sort of he's very endearing like, star. he's super endearing and he's got a kind of like like he seems like a fun guy in a way oh, a lot of wanna, other action wanna, heroes don't you always drink with him you want yeah. to the with best him. characters in this movie are like the cool bartender <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like it like even even kind of like willem dafoe like he looks like he runs like a tea house you know like <laughs> He, yeah, with the slick back bun. Like, like Patrick Wilson runs, like the, runs like the woke sports bar that like doesn't sexually harass women, and then like <laughs> Jason Momoa runs like the like sort of like it's 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 like Portland cusp, but it's like it's there's just enough actual former Hell's Angels in the bar that what, it's chill. What bar does Dolph Lundgren run? With his, uh, with his, oh, like, ginger-ass hair. His, like, manic panic dye hair. D- Dol- Dolph Lundgren and, uh, actually, all the, all the Zebel people, so Dolph Lundgren and Mara, they run, like, the Sailor Jerry tat, like, keep Austin weird. <laughs> like, uh-huh. all the <laughs> people. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my no. god. <laughs> I can I can see it though. I can see it. I wish it. this movie had more scenes of like kings talking to each other. I was- I kind of <laughs> wanted like what I would what I wanted more of from this movie was just like crawl but underwater. Exactly. I right, wanted yeah, yeah. I wanted more 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 yeah, scenes of Dolph Lundgren growing up to like fucking Patrick Wilson and being like my liege, you've broken fucking paragraph subsection B. Like you can't do that. <laughs> You're you're wilding out too hard, and he's like a motion master dog. <laughs> yeah, look at me. I put on this helmet. I look like Bible Man. I'm the looks, ocean oh, master. I, he looks he looks so. I love that costume. <laughs> I, I love it's that he didn't so shy funny. away from the stupid it's helmet. So fu- I, yeah, I I I deeply appreciate that. Like when he even like, has like red eye lenses. It's so good. They move. Dude. They move when he gets angry. It's so beautiful. That's great. So he's uh. He's he's king of the sea, man. <laughs> like there's, <Ooh>. yeah, there's... <laughs> nah, dude. He's ocean master. I love that they don't even oh, like. Yeah, he, he if this was a Marvel Comics, movie, ocean master. <laughs> if this was a Marvel movie, every time they said ocean master, someone would have been like, "That's a yes. stupid name." Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is just become so tiring. I, part of why I appreciate this movie so much is that they just like. They don't not only do they not explain shit to you, but they like <laughs> they just expect you to think it's cool. They're like, oh yeah, dude, the fucking the lost like the lost desert tribe and like we had free energy and like literally like we was I love it when shit. Willem Dafoe just says we had unlocked the secret to unlimited energy. That's such a beautiful. <laughs> <one."> <laughs> I mean, he like, sells everything though. I, it's I'm Willem pretty Dafoe. sure I've seen that clip in like one of those like Nazi funk edits where they like <laughs> <laughs> they like Photoshop like a Sonnenrad spinning over it. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, yeah, actually, this is what's going to happen if we don't have, like, any more Syrian guys. Society, if the rest of this movie uh, had practical fight scenes like the Sicily scene, and it's just the clip of uh, Atlantis' hologram. (laughs) (laughs) Again, 
not all practical, not practical enough. I would say that was probably sure. like yeah, yeah. 30 or 40% oh, practical at most. That's oh, still dude, like actually the scene, 30 the scene or 40% they, more than most Marvel movies. The scene uh, when, it, they, when they both <laughs> jump on the boat and then the place like the like little like, that, that was the only time where the, like, the Snyder-esque like weird things that they interject to like make it seem sort of like visually concurrent with this universe. A hundred percent worked. I was like, I'm on board with this. Can I can I throw out some fun facts about the visual effects of this movie? Because this is yeah. probably probably like I mean, up there with Ready Player One, like one of the most visually effect heavy or like reliant movies we've watched, I guess, in the sense of like you can tell like you can tell so many like VFX artists were like losing sleep and not seeing their family oh, because they yeah. were working on this movie. But, yeah, a lot of a lot of kids just like dad was not at their yeah, their dad seventh did not birthday. Show up. No, <laughs> he, he he could barely even give a phone. So that call, so that Amber Heard's fucking bad red dye job can just her, approximate her okay. waving around her in the water. Okay no, I mean, when it's water. Com- com- when it's in, when it's oh, in the water, though. Yeah. It all looks bad when it was like when it was like dry and above above water i was like this is a party city wig i was like (laughs) okay so it's it's kind of weird like the wigs the two most prominent wigs in this movie mid-tier oscar cosplayer yeah no it's red it's like a punk aerial edit the two bet yeah she does i just meant quality wise in the second movie she should get a bunch of sailor jerry tattoos like she should get like an ironic (laughs) ironic mom fucking thing she should start wearing like betty page ringlets uh like 1940s style like high-waisted bikinis uh do we do we need Amber Heard? Am I am I alone? Just never really finding her a very compelling she's, screen presence. She's fine in this. She's fine in this movie. She's, she's like perfectly serviceable. She's oh. not any better or worse than the movie actually is. But I, what I was gonna say is this movie used around like two thousand three hundred visual effects shots from like eleven different companies, and that yeah. includes like oh, wow. uh, I- ILM and Weta. Um. And uh, yeah, a lot of the under- I do not like the underwater sequences in this movie. I think they look like sub video game level. To but me, they were they, they were like the, the actors best. were like well the actors were shot apparently like dry for wet, and they used that like some sense. wait is that a real term the, like like yeah. day for night dry for wet dry for wet yeah yeah tell. Tell your boyfriend that she was dry for wet. Um, <laughs> but they they use like special tuning forks or something designed by like the the effects team, and then but then they would like just make digital like doubles for like the actors' bodies in like post production. So basically, to as as I understand it, and I'm not an industry, I'm not an effects person at all, so I don't really know the vernacular. But basically, anytime you're underwater, you're basically looking at like a digital body with like the actor's face just like plastered onto it and uh, oftentimes you can tell oh yeah i can yeah. tell, I yeah, can yeah, tell. Yeah. there were a couple scenes that i actually liked but i wish that they toned down the the underwater filter for like when he's in like the destiny 2 chamber where he's got like they they've got like like 
white emperor's guards with like <laughs> that have chained him to the floor. It's the the scene where he's like break. I was like, oh that one. I was oh, like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, sick, yeah. but like okay. everything is just looks kind of weird with the water. Like they should have just shot it without the water filter. No one's gonna well, give a shit. Well, like for for me especially, what was like is is the, I've seen like a good amount of movies that have underwater photography and underwater photography for me is like some of the most gorgeous you can put to like film um because it is it is definitely a challenge especially to like light it is a completely different ball game for like you know blocking lighting and shooting something underwater but when you get it right like it Oh, water does amazing things with light. Yeah. Like real water. You know, Uh, but you you can't control it in the way you can, like, you know, above water, uh, of course. But, like, I'm thinking of, like, especially, like, like that one shot in, like, Night of the Hunter. um, Yeah, yeah. A couple movies I'm going to spout off as recommendations. Um, So, like, just there are, like, there are a lot of moments in this movie that were just, like, so... CGI heavy that I just kind of like closed my eyes for a few seconds. And I was just like, this is I nothing to grab onto. Especially like the big battle sequences near the end. There's a lot of my eyes just kind of sliding off of it. I, I will agree with the big battle sequences. I think that the underwater chase scene with the, the, the vehicle chase scene worked because it was almost entirely CGI. So it was like, I... There's I'm no able juxtaposition. To, there's no exactly. There's I'm not. There's nothing that seems fake here because it's, it's all. It's also fake. a matter of how. Like yeah, it's also a matter of execution too. Like there's ways of doing CGI where you have a. It's just a lot of tiny details of compositing, lighting, animation where you, you have like good animation, animation. Yeah. You just have a sense of tactility and 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 inertia that gets you invested. And then there's other times where everything's just kind of. You know, you know, like a not great video game cutscene from a PS one or two game, where everything's sort of floaty and doesn't feel like it has yeah. weight. And around the um, hair, especially because I think they had to animate those like by strand, and it still looks like shit, really. But the one, just the physics of everything, you know, it's just something, just something just takes you out of it. It just never. It's not that it doesn't feel real. It just doesn't feel uh, substantial. The the one thing the that, one thing I'll give this though is it it can definitely again compared to Marvel movies is there are a couple moments that have like you know a real sort of visual style like I I keep thinking like I think for me the best sequence in this movie was when they're on like the they're on like the boat and like the trench creatures come up and there's that like really beautiful like red flare light that's like yeah. illuminating the entire scene and you know there's like a there's you know a, a visual sort of there's a vision there like it's it's right. almost kind of yeah, like yeah. a painting at, at some points like you know there's you know a good use of color like things i can you know it's not just like all like yeah there's like cgi sludge on stage but it's like shot and framed in such a way that you know it has a composition and that's yeah, composition, composition color. Composition it's, it's a lot of word I was looking for. It's a lot of little things that come together to make yeah. like a, a CGI shot that works different from one that doesn't. It just seems like so many big budget movies for whatever reason, lack that. Um, and I don't know. It's it's again. It's an aggregation of little things. This is, this is definitely a James Wan movie. Like you, you can't identify a director with a lot of these movies. He he likes his red washes. 
<laughs> you can tell this is a James Wan movie. Like, it's undeniable. Like, it has those, like, stylistic flourishes, for better or for worse. And you know what? You know? It's, it's like a six out of ten. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, think, I think we're all in agreement that this is an enjoyable, it's fine blockbuster. Uh, you know, it's not it's not going to win any Palme d'Or, but, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not going to win the Palme d'Or, but it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a good date. I think it's a good date movie. It's a good take your friends movie. It's a good date movie. <laughs> oh, dude, the I would, have no chemistry. Gotta, girl, we gotta I, go see smooth yeah. Willem Dafoe. It's a perfect date movie because I'm like, I'm like, look at these, look at these fucking assholes on screen with no chemistry. That could be. That could be us if I didn't riz you this hard, you know? Like, <laughs> because she's eating, they were eating flowers together. Yeah, that's like, that was the only time where I felt. Of, of our nautical Willem Dafoe movies, I think I'd rather take a date to the lighthouse. I'm not yeah. taking a date to the lighthouse. He's Robert Benson jacks off in that movie. Yeah, 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 it's, it's so much. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm like, I want to, I look, I'm like, see, I don't want to impress my date. I want to filter her. If she's if, yeah. if, if she's walking out of the lighthouse disinterested, I don't want anything to do with her. Anyways. If she if she if she can't stand seeing that mermaid pussy, then she's not the girl for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's can I slight tangent, but I saw that in the theaters and like at the part where like Willem Dafoe is being walked around on a leash by William, like uh, Robert Pattinson, a elderly couple got up and walked out shaking their heads. I'm like, it's the end of the movie. Y'all sat through the mermaid pussy and him jacking off, but that's too much for you? Mm. Yeah. That that theater's closed now, by the way. Oh, too bad. Yeah. It was next to like an old person home, so every time I saw a movie there, it was like it was like a fucking uh like old old country buffet <laughs> like after just, church just 90 year olds tottering <laughs> in oh i i hope my heart doesn't give out before the end of the movie that happened to me but with a showing of black adam it was just straight up peeled over so it was literally my First day closing uh, at the at the uh, the theater that I'm at, and this old guy comes in with an oxygen tank, and <laughs> the tank ran out in the middle of Black Adam. Oh no! And he's like, uh, like I, I the movie ends, and he's like barely conscious. And his, fam oh his family, God. his family is like, his family is like, can you call nine one one for us? And I'm like, motherfucker, it is my first goddamn day closed. Oh my god. And he, uh, thankfully, he thankfully he he's fine. He saved Ambulance the guy's life. God, what a that would be such a depressing way to go out. Like that's your last <laughs> thing you see Adam. is fucking black Adam. <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh it was intense. Just, 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 just. Just Actually, him, 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 and The Rock's career were both put on light support, life support by that movie. <laughs> yeah, I um, I think we're in a pretty good consensus about the film. Is there anything else anyone wanted to uh, make observations about? I, um, Actually, I, I mean, we can we can like talk about sort of how the the sequel is like in in sort of release <laughs> hell but i i think it's it's time for you two to cook about the uh, comics I, I, I wanted before, to 
before to bring we, something up before we we did before that. Before we do that, I'm going to let yeah, Stu yeah. cook, and I, but I also want to make a quick observation. Uh, I loved that this movie followed like the the grunts in this movie followed Halo rules, where it's like, all right, the white ones are like you can take those out pretty easy, but like red dudes, you're gonna have to like you know you're gonna have to do a fucking finishing move on those dudes. <laughs> That's like that's a video game storytelling done right, where you just like you use the logic of video games to establish the like the the in the moment conflict uh, in in the the action scene without you know relying on exposition. Where you know it's not, they're not like holy fuck, guys. These this is this is like you know Obama whale killer. You know this is the toughest. Uh, Atlantean commando that's ever existed. It's like, nah, those are the red guys. Like, you have to do a finishing move to to take them down. I, one of the most satisfying things in Halos was hitting in Halo was was hitting a grunt with a sticky grenade, and then he like run off to like a pile of other guys before he exploded. That kind of happens in this movie in the in the Sicily segment. Oh. But uh, something that, that 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 stuck with me about this movie, and I mean, I've noticed as time has gone on, like the the I mean, aside from the occasional stab at like the most facile fake feminism, uh, is the social and political valence of these movies has decreased as we've gone through time since starting the show. Like they're less has and it, less. I, I think so. Yeah, they seem less and less. Oh, we're gonna get like bukkaked in the face with like girl boss feminism when we have. To That's do what I'm saying. Not the, the, the girl boss stuff, notwithstanding. That seems okay. to be kind of the only exception. But they seem to be more and more purely escapist, and more and more the character motivations, the world building, and stuff purely uh, uh, motivated by just creating the most marketable plots that'll get the most characters in the action or or whatever. Like you see them becoming more self-contained and internally self-referential, and less in any way trying to ground themselves in the in the contemporary world the way like Iron Man did with the War on Terror, or the way uh, okay. as right. yeah. Man of Steel or Batman v Superman did uh, likewise, and and with kind of um, you know, in that Dark Knightsian kind of way. Um, they just seem more just like fantasy worlds constructed for the purpose of creating fantasies. Um, I think in some way that's kind of a good thing because uh, maybe as, I, I just, as, it's just a trend I've noticed. No, and I, and right, I think it's, right. it's, it's uh, both uh, it's a byproduct of these movies trying to be franchises and, and having all these checklists of things they need to do and set up and all the characters they need to have, blah, 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 which just leaves you with no room for anything else. But also, yeah. I think it's probably a deliberate choice because because these guys cannot talk about politics. At also, all. they can't. Yeah, they they really can't. But they wanted. I think they were just like, oh no, it's we're past the whole uh, uh, quasi realism thing. I mean, in a way, they're still kind of stuck in that. Like they can't really get weird with it. But uh, but like they're 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 past the point of wanting to ground it. They want just like the purest form of escapism because they they probably know that's what what they what they think will appeal most in an era where people are mostly just frustrated and confused. Which um, is funny with this movie, like specifically because it is the same movie as Black Panther, and it's the complete opposite of trying to like have any, you know sort of social responsibility fanfare around. Yeah, it. Black Panther yeah. was 
was the other exception to that. But I felt that was because they were leaning so hard on first black superhero as a marketing thing. Yeah. This is very um, similar to Black Panther, actually. You're, that's you're what, that's what I'm saying. It is. Yeah, it yeah. is very. It is kind of the same movie, one to one. Uh, yeah, no, straight yeah, up. It's like it's much. like the, the establishing the king, you know, and yeah, same and defeating, defeating the outside challenger. It, yeah, yeah. Or relate, like, they're not half brothers. They're but relate. He's, he's like, yeah, he's like it is or some shit. almost yeah. a one to one. Yeah, T'Challa's his uncle, and he keeps trying to fucking grill, and. Like, specifically going back to how much I just love uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen as Black Manta, like, he stands out so much more in this role where he has the same amount of screen time and, like, gravitas to the plot as, like, Andy Serkis, like, as Claw. You know what I mean? It's like Andy Serkis, you know, is a... He's great. Like, he's a great actor, but he just is not in that movie at all. Whereas, I don't know. I just love Black Manta so much. Oh, dude, he, I he love really Yaya stuck with me. This. Was his dad common or am I racist? No, that is not common. That is, you Common's are racist. Been in these movies. Confirmed like, racist. Uh, Straight up, when I watched this, I was like, did they put common in another not, movie? You know what? To, 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 to make you feel slightly better when uh, What's It To Morrison showed up, I thought, I thought it was like uh, uh, Jason Bateman stung by bees. So... <laughs> That's an easy mistake to make, though, I think. Um, Especially because it's like, you know, the bad digital de-aging and the hair blood, the the toupee or hair plugs or whatever whatever they did to cover the fact he's bald now. It's such a weird way. He he looks like he has a... A Lego piece was just stuck on his head. Yeah, he looks he like he looks like yeah. a fucking Playmobil uh, ass ass wig head. <laughs> but yeah, I. But that's that's what I wanted to on that note address was that this movie has this this uh, the, the the end of the world plot because everything has to be kind of the end of the world is that uh, the bad prince is gonna in you know destroy the surface world for polluting the oceans. That's like. I mean, can you like I mentioned? Can you blame them? Like, it's it's a very classic yeah. thing where you give like the bad guy. Same with Black Panther, uh, a like yeah. compelling motivation and thing to fight against. But then you make it where it's like, oh, you know, but they go too far. But then you don't really offer an alternative. I think this movie does it better. I do think you're cooking. Um, I think the alternative is that uh, Julie Andrews monster eats all the trash and saves the world. <laughs> no, yeah. You know, you know if the, that like surgeon hadn't fucked up her vocal cords in like the, this, the 70s or, or 80s or whatever that uh, surgery took place, that Kraken would have like belted out some Mariah Carey notes. Like James Wan is that self-indulgent. So I think he would have done that. But it's seen that. Yeah, I uh I think that I think that the transition from I think that the, the transition from like seeing the humans polluting to like fucking like doing like tidal waves on the, the surface crackers is because is is much more of like a understandable like growth and motivation than like God, what the fuck was was Killmonger's? It was like I hate I hate racism. He, so I'm yeah, gonna it was like, like destroy what, what, Wakanda. Well, he grew no. It was he he grew up in in South Central in yeah. exile, and he saw how bad racism was. And Wakanda never did anything to fight Whitey. So he's going to unite like the whole black part of the world under one empire that he rules. Because of course, any like freedom fighter like that also has to be a tyrannical megalomaniac. 
um, and and kill Whitey. Which I mean, like you can't, like you can have a bad guy going too far, but with an understandable motivation. In, in any given movie on its own, that's not an inherently bad thing. But it's such a trend, especially in these movies, to be like, and and, and it just kind of taken an aggregate is like reinforce idea where it's like it's either you kind of just accept the status quo and trust that like the silicon valley guys will will invest and invent our way out of global warming left to their own devices with mild regulation or anything else is going too far it'll just make things worse and will innately lead to unacceptable levels of violence yeah, um, if this the world was... can't change exactly if this was a marvel movie like fucking he wouldn't even be doing tidal waves he would just be doing that thing where he like spits the trash back at them and they're, <laughs> oh, they're it would be just like, be blue lasers from 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 yeah, space they, they, they would be like all right we have to we have to do fuck we have to like drag you out into the street and beat you with hammers like you're gaddafi <laughs> good. <laughs> good lord all right i think it's time for you two to cook about the comics yeah yeah all right do you want to? I'm going to let Graham start to give us a little bit of background as into Aquaman as a character, and then uh, I'll talk about I'll talk about a little bit about Black Manta. You, you want to talk about Black Manta? Okay. And then and then I'll let Stu talk about literally uh, Graham talk about literally whatever the fuck else he wants to talk about. Yeah. Um. So I grew up like it wasn't until middle school that I thought like people actually thought Aquaman was lame. I watched like the the cartoon Batman Brave and the Bold and he was on that all the time with he's so Blue good Beetle. He's he's incredible in that show. He's just uh, he you know, he has the Jason Momoa attitude, but he's also a dad on top of it. So he's uh just kind of like uh a lovable goofball and that well not even a goofball. He he just rocks and he's kind he's of He's kind dumb. of like he's like a wife guy but not in like an annoying performative Twitter way, just yeah. in like a like oh I you genuinely care about like, your your wife and kids. Yeah, and then I mostly only read the um like the Peter David Aquaman as a kid. I remember finding like the uh the issue where he gets the hook hand like in a in a fifty cent box and then like rereading that as a teenager. Um so uh, he's got a yeah, they they don't touch on this one and I think they're probably not ever going to. Uh, he always started as like the uh, the lifeguard and Atlanta's uh, son, but um, then for a while after Crisis, they they threw in this uh, wrench into his origin where um, his uh, his dad was actually Atlan, like the king that we see um, uh, oh, just in the right. the holograms. Yeah, and then there's like a curse on him uh, for being. Atlan, I, I don't remember if he's. I for some reason I want to say he is uh, like a split personality called Cordax, but I I think that Cordax is actually just a separate guy. Um, Cordax was like this blonde Atlantean that doomed the city, so uh, Atlana had to like take Aquaman out of the city and, and give him to the light, like Tom, the Lightkeeper, just because they would have killed him for being Aryan, and they also hated. Uh, yeah, yeah, they hated they hated Tempest slash Aqua Lad afterwards because he had uh, violet eyes and they were gonna throw him out of Atlantis too. That's why he and Aquaman yeah, like super racist. Yeah, if you're blonde uh, or have have purple eyes, they just send you to die. Pretty much, yeah. 
Um, so that was always that's that's an interesting choice to make in terms of racisms. <laughs> well, it's, it's literally just because they're mad because like the guy that sunk Atlantis looked like that. Right, uh, DC Atlantis being a couple different things. Um, and uh, at one point, he had an illegitimate son with uh, an Inuit woman. Um, this was like in the nineties. And he was oh yeah part of Aquaman's supporting cast for a little bit, which is just a weird tradition of in the '90s giving like a lot of DC characters an illegitimate son. Yeah, Green um, Arrow had one too. Yeah, Green Arrow had Connor Hawk, and then that was when they well, I guess it was like the late <laughs> '80s that they started Infinity Inc., where Alan Scott had uh, Jade Got and Obsidian. Obsidian, but didn't remember it. Um, and then like Batman had Damian a little bit later. Just a weird trend uh, on that front. Um, well, we just, you know, it's it's the it's the eighties. <laughs> we're getting into the nineties. Sure, you know, we, yeah. we want to prove that our heroes fuck we, and have both yeah, seed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that his that his his cummies work, dude. <laughs> oh, don't say that word ever again on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Um. <laughs> I forget when he gets the does he get the water hand like is that concurrent with Morrison's Justice League at all do you remember I think, it, I think it's Wade's Justice League because it's okay that makes it's more when sense. the Obsidian yeah, yeah. Age happened with uh with, yeah with, with his his with Garth who is was the first Aqua? So Aquaman has like a, a huge supporting cast. There's uh, mm-hmm. of course his wife Mara, who came from yeah. like a an off like it's it's like he can't, she comes from like the Australia of uh, of Atlantis where they the, have the prison uh, planet. <laughs> no, literally, it's like a penal <laughs> colony where they just like they sent people like a hundred years ago, and then they all started fucking, and then they. Eventually, like the dimensional barrier to the penal colony, like wore down, and uh, they had like a cold war with Atlantis. And Mara was actually sent as a spy. Um, and because they're like, dude, Aquaman can't resist some good pussy, and uh, they although he, yeah, did, eventually... he did cheat on her with Dolphin in the like the he 90s, did. didn't he have didn't he have amnesia though? Uh, oh crap! Yeah, he that might have been during his amnesia bit because it goes back. He and Orm are full-blooded brothers after that. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't remember that he's brothers with Orm, whereas it's like usually he's known his whole life that they're half brothers. Yeah, uh, and uh, um, so the other supporting cast. He has a lot of other supporting cast characters. There's Aqualad, uh, later known as Tempest, who was a founding member of the Titan. There's uh. The aforementioned dolphin was like, wasn't she like a genetic experiment? Yeah, yeah, she wasn't so Atlantean. Like, yeah, she's not. She's not. She's not really about it. Uh, oh, there was there was Aqua Girl briefly, and she got oh, killed yeah, by Camo. Tula, Tula, yeah, she gets yeah, killed yeah, by yeah. Chemo in Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gar's like, "Fuck, I hate you." <laughs> and Dude, Chemo yeah, is so is. cool. That, that, someone's gonna, someone's gonna tag that out of movie. context, but oh, dude, if Aquaman too, okay, Chemo is like is like pure cape shit magic, where he's just like a like a essentially a like a plastic, plastic, plastic yeah, like uh, a, just mannequin full of every chemical that can melt through anything. 
he's radioactive. Sometimes he's got sick metal goggles, and sometimes he's just like a like an outline of a kind of a tubby guy. You know, he rocks yeah. so good. There he's was great. Uh, there was a and they, they a great dropped his ass on Atlantis. <laughs> No, they uh, they dropped his ass on Bloodhaven. He he was they just did. fighting. They, but didn't during yeah. Crisis wasn't he dropped on Atlantis and that was why? Oh crap! Wasn't that did why they? Tula? I think Maybe. he was just fighting Tula or like Maybe. the Aquaman. So so would you say there's there's kind of distinct phases in Aquaman as a character? Yes. Yeah yeah uh, yeah. After the seventies, it gets a lot more prog rock. A lot. It was a very straightforward like. Kind of Submariner ripoff, but there was a little bit of juice there. You know, there was... I, I actually kind of... Hot take... I, I'm not a Namor guy. I kind of like Aquaman better. Like, he's kind of... He's, he's, he's kind of cool. Yeah, more Aquaman like Gamor. Uh, <laughs> yeah! I like, I, like Namor, I like Namor much more as, like, an occasionally recurring, like, antagonist. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, That's as, like a, as, like, a guy that you're just following, like, in a comic book, I much prefer... Uh, Aquaman. Yeah. Also, yeah, Aquaman's I, I, supporting cast, Mogs, Namor supporting cast. Right. There, there's nothing to work with with Namor on that front. Yeah, you got like, you're... what, a, what, a Tuma? <laughs> nobody even knows, like, nobody even knows Namor he's, shit he's in, well enough He's in say. Black Panther too. Right, with yeah, the, yeah. With the hat, yeah. No, I mean, to even, like, try and make fun of his supporting cast, yeah. it's just like, they don't exist. Um, they don't. Oh man, yeah. And then uh, Jeff Johns got his well, his hands all over Aquaman, and um, did what he does best, which is just uh, make it super flat and like Whedon dialogue in the comic. Um, Incredibly marketable. Like this was like the yeah. I think Aquaman was like the fourth highest selling book during the New Fifty Two. It had it, was, it, it, it was, got a. It got a spin-off book made for it before Superman did. Like, because there was there was it started off with Aquaman, Aquaman and then they and had then there was Aquaman, Aquaman and, and the others the, and the others, yeah. Which was like a <laughs> the best way to go, Jeff. Uh, what's the name for his superhero team? The others. Um, yeah, they're it's... crazy. They're such a weird. It also addition, had though. Nicole Kidman in it. Hey. Yeah, that's right. Hey. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the Jeff Johns run, you can really tell that he's trying to make Aquaman cool by making it Game of Thrones. Because that's where the Seven Kingdoms stuff comes in. Like, there were other, like, around before when yeah. Peter David was doing it. And then he souped it up to seven because, because people always that say is seven how many seat. Game of Thrones yeah. has. <laughs> oh, really? So that was that around the same time as Game of Thrones? Or is that it like was, a... It was literally 2011. 2011. So, yeah, oh, it would have been okay, like yeah. season one just dropped. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because no, yeah. he used to be like Dick Connor's gopher, so he just always thought that you could make the entire DC universe into movies. Like, that's all he's wanted for his entire career. It, it's and true, yeah. I feel like Aquaman was kind of a monkey's paw situation for him, um, where he, you know, this is, as far as adaptations go, like, this is really kind of one to one with the Jeff Johns shit. Um, in yeah. terms of everything they could squeeze in there. And uh, this is, he said before, like writing Aquaman, um, the comic, uh, he was like, I have no interest in Aquaman. I think he's lame, but uh, I want to show people that I want to make Aquaman cool. Um, 
And so I think it's a very monkey's paw situation where like the two, there's a lot of DC movies people don't like, <laughs> but like the two butts of jokes still too are, are kind of like Justice League, the weed and cut, which is obviously what he wanted. And even still to this day, Green Lantern, which are like both his babies. Yeah. And, and um, Shazam too, which is like a oh, Black sure, Adam, which yeah, is yeah. like all, those are all his like pet character. Like, he right, had, and then, he had been trying to get a Shazam series. Like, it would it straight up. I think it had like four issues during the original like New Fifty Two. It was it was just in the back of Justice League, is what it was. Like it was printed it in was? that issue. I swear, yeah. I swear there was one because wasn't doesn't like Savannah show up and he's got like he has like the original. He's like the the yeah, modern day no. Black Adam. He did this really terribly, like terrible way to serialize that comic where it was just like eight page clips of an entire trade paperback uh, in the back of the Justice League New 52 like issues when they were coming out on the rack. That's crazy. I, I thought there was an ongoing yeah. for the for the character. It might they might have gotten no because it, it was Gary Frank was the art right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it it was only like like they put out one trade paperbacks worth of material just as backup features which was wow, like a terrible way right. to so post, or like to sorry yeah we're off topic so in in terms of like as a character in his world and kind of themes and tone what would you say separates sort of the aquaman as as you knew him in his kind of heyday in the comic books versus how he appears kind of post jeff johnson in these movies uh it's just that the kind of the world is more static you know it's like they just want it to look like a kind of very clean, um, hypertech, like episode one kind of Atlantis instead of you know what it they is? had all you know this what it is? weird Atlantean myth stuff like previously. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. You know what it is? Is it's JJ Abrams Star Trek fine. Mm. Oh, that's like, that's a better way to put it. A hundred percent. It's like everything, it's like on paper, it's the same kind of story. You have the same dynamics between the characters, but everything just has this like overly cinematic sheen to it, where it's like it's it's trying to be the most marketable version of itself, and that's what it thinks like perfection is. It's like we can we can make like everything that was goofy before like cool to a fourteen year old. Oh, okay. Ways- that this movie kind of one ups that is just like it the orm costume being as insane as it is is like impressive uh for them to actually do that in a movie whereas to like you've done that down for yeah yeah um when you like try and brian hitchify kind of any of the the comic aesthetic it's like it's just sad see that in on the actual paper book it, it, i, I yeah. see what you mean it's just very classic like this ain't your dad's aquaman kind of shit yeah. yeah um but we can't talk about aquaman without talking about the biggest op that's, that's <laughs> cook. black cook black black manta is like people kind of he's kind of memed on a little bit now in the same way that uh the reverse flash is when we when we get to Flash, we'll talk oh about that a little bit. But if, if he's we sort of, haven't he's sort of been, each other by then, he's of sort course. of been mischaracterized <laughs> as like the ultimate hater. But like, 
with Black Manta, because it kind he of is. works. He, it, it works because there's enough actual story material to point to it. And admittedly, like Black Manta has changed a lot in his original incarnation, but uh, it's all for the worse, pretty much. Like I, he just kind of has no. He's kind of one note now. But the original Black Manta, yeah. The original Black Manta is something that could literally only happen uh, during <laughs> the, during its time period. So Black Manta has autism. Okay, like, can, canonically <laughs> has autism. He was he was born highly autistic. Uh, oh, and, oh, all right. Like like severely could autistic. Only be like, if they submerged him, if in they cold submerged water. him in water. Yeah, they. So so he. <laughs> this was like a 80s or 90s thing, though, specifically. Oh, yeah, they, they loved... I, I remember there's a lot of Dean Koontz books that would have, like, a, a magical autistic boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just oh, showed up in yeah. the original in the original comics, and he was like a black dude that hated Aquaman and could swim. So for, for 1950s comics, that was highly progressive. Uh, and, yeah, they gave him the backstory of he's an autistic kid that like hated fabric hated every almost every single thing except water he loved water and then i forget how he ends up as the actual like villain like did, did does he actually kill his dad in the original origin is that you would probably, i don't remember well his, his yeah. dad drew a picture of sonic the hedgehog with uh <laughs> pan arms Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it no, up. I he need just, to rem- he just loved seeing Aquaman on TV um, because he only, he thought he would understand Aquaman because Aquaman was in the water all the time as well. That's a realistic it, portrayal of autism. I get, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. So he's he's really he's he he should really be like Ula Lilia's op then. No one knows who that is. Yeah, what, what are you, yeah, yeah, what uh, are you talking about, bitch? No one else knows. Okay, a very autistic I've guy. Seen it. it's a, there's a down the rabbit um, hole episode. On yeah, he's, he's a very autistic guy who makes this kind of platformer game based on his dreams. And he wrote a Sonic based fan novel where every time he referred to a color, he provided the like. You know, like the hex code that you put into the color picker to get an exact color in parentheses, so you knew which exact color he meant. And he he is deeply afraid of water and even just watery shades of blue and water levels uh. in video games and stuff. Uh, Aqua. So Black Manta was was in like a like a an asylum for being autistic, and it was Arkham. He <laughs> <laughs> was straight up in the worst place you could ever send a child. Jesus. Yeah, he was, he was, <laughs> He was like God. getting beaten and shit for being autistic, and he was like nonverbal. Oh um, my God! Yeah, and then and then from there, after like he's he's mad that Aquaman never rescued him from child abuse. Uh, it's not like Arkham Asylum's on a boat. Well, no, it was it was by the sea. He would like see Aquaman on TV, and he didn't get that like. That was uh he would like see Aquaman like save people. Yeah. And he didn't get it. Um so yeah, in Black Manta's uh one of Black Manta's first appearances had him like trying to create like a like essentially conquer Atlantis for black people. 
I think he existed for like a while before that, and they never like he was just faceless. He just always had yeah. the uh, the helmet on, and he then it's in that dude. issue that they reveal. Uh, yeah, go for it. He's, so. Yeah, they revealed. Yeah, actually, I have the panel right here. He says, "No, I mean exactly what I said. My people, or have you never wondered why I'm called Black Manta?" <laughs> no way! Okay, all right. So then he okay. Aquaman's baby. Holy shit! Like, like straight up murders Aquaman's kid. Okay. Who has I I I think like stayed dead since the 1960s. Like just yeah. straight up like oh like has not. Yeah, and it and, was and it was, Mira had to fight a zombie of him during Blackest Night. Yeah. Uh, comics are so goddamn funny (laughs) they rock these are essentially these are things for children and this is the kind of shit we're exposing our children to yeah i read that in fourth grade you say that like it's a bad thing okay uh, they they (laughs) got like bridge to terabithia on the disney channel like (laughs) yeah I've, i've actually never seen or read bridge to terabithia it's really depressing if you're sad yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's it's, it's really sad. depressing if you're if you're four. <laughs> I watched that shit when I was like, yeah, I think I was in, I think I was maybe six or seven when I saw that, and I was just like, fuck, man. I read the book in in elementary school, and I was like, what the f- what the fuck? Yeah, Aquaman Aquaman's son is still dead. Uh, yeah, to this dead. Yeah. So, so it's so Pac- him and Uncle Pac- Ben Watch. are the only ones just sitting up in heaven. It's like, when do I get to come back? Yeah, yeah. So Pack Watch, but at one point in the nineties, <laughs> uh, uh, Aquaman straight up like cures his autism. Like he he finds the cure to autism. Uh, and A cure to autism. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Incredible. He, he, the Lady of the Lake's hand could let him heal basically anything. That's what so that's what he used to heal. Yeah, he had the power to heal anything. So he he cured he cured him of his autism. And I believe like expecting him to reform and he was like, "Nah, psych, I'm just playing. Like the autism wasn't made, what made me evil." Uh. <laughs> he, no, he's 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 still evil. He's just suddenly completely lost interest in trains. <laughs> uh, and at one, point, a, at one point he has a he has like a there's like a like a, a a son like he has like a Miles Morales son that's uh that's now Aqualad uh actually now Aquaman adult right yeah because uh, there's yeah. some shit in the future and some shit in the past I don't yeah but Black Manta is one of, is, is is fucking peak dude like awesome uh, at one point <laughs> at one point after Aquaman's return to life uh after. So the, the, during the 2000s, he tur- gets turned into a fish monster and then dies. Uh, and at one point, Aquaman comes back to life after a, a bunch of other Jeff Johns bullshit. And then uh, Aquaman just like, or Black Manta just straight up like cuts his hand off again because he's like, fuck you. Like, I hate you. <laughs> God. Comic books. Yeah, he, he's, he rocks. They're, they can... They- I, I can never tell with some of these things when you're talking about things you genuinely think are great and when you talk about things you just enjoy kind of ironically because they're so goofy. With this, it's a little bit of both. Like, I think, yeah, I think the autism thing is kind of <laughs> stupid. It's funny, but it's kind of stupid. And but, it is objectively very funny. Yeah, no, it's it's great. Uh, actually, doesn't... 
after after he cures his his autism, doesn't he become the white manta? No way. <laughs> no. no. I think, I, that's I too think fucking that's a on the nose. I, you're, I that's you're your like of, that's uh, your brain talking. Am I thinking of the 4chan comic? The, yes. I, yeah, no, that I is a thinking, 4chan ass thought you're I having. I am thinking of the 4chan. You I are, am, uh, no, it's actually, it's a, yeah, the white, the white Ray, who's the Earth white 2. White Ray, the Earth 3 version, who's yeah, just Mr. Three. Rogers in a big helmet. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, I forgot, because, yeah, to trick, to, like, to trick after, uh, to trick Aquaman after he cures his autism, he, like, teams up with him. Yeah, for like a very not that long amount of time. Yeah, it's it's like it's like four issues or something. I think it might be even like a yeah. mini series or some shit like that. I'm trying. I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah no, I'm no, I'm straight up. I'm straight up getting that confused you with were, Tumblr headcanon. You, you were. Oh my god, this is. <laughs> I I actually can't. But I've never How done that before. I've uh, never and, and done now, that and before. Now, and now what is the public record for thousands of people to hear? I've, I've like, straight up, I don't think I've ever actually confused, like, fake bullshit <laughs> headcanon for bisexual women with something that happened in real comics before. Because I don't, I don't go on Tumblr they, or, like, they, or, or they, any like of these the, websites. The, the fake headcanons and the parodies and the real thing are all impossible for me to tell apart unless... I am personally familiar they with get, the subject material. They get really easier. Yeah, the more familiar you get with the subject material. Aquaman is admittedly a little bit of a blind spot for me in that I've only read like a couple hundred of his comic books. Only a couple hundred. <laughs> it's it's like it's like single issues. So we're talking like, you know, maybe yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. two maybe like a thousand pages of 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 literature. I, I honestly don't know where you find the time to read as many comics as you do and also like see movies and do other things and play video games. I don't sleep. Uh, like, how many of them are oh, bad comics? <laughs> Actually, I haven't, I, I haven't been reading a lot of comics. It's cause I, I, I do things in, in phases, you know, like I, I, uh, recently finished like the volume movie. one of the last, uh, of the, of Jack Kirby's fourth world. And then I think I'm going to, take a little bit of time off reading comics and get back into video games because I hadn't been really playing video games that much. <laughs> Busy schedule. Also, also I, I, I like to multitask, so a lot of times, because I'm, I'm a Zoomer with ADHD, so I can't focus on anything at once, so I'll, I'll be like watching a Linkara video while I, you know, play a video game. <laughs> like, dude, if I'm playing a turn-based video game, I'm reading... I'm reading a comic. I got. I, I need a third monitor so I can watch TV <laughs> while I do that. Like, I, was, I, was, I was the Family Guy fucking like, uh, like the Family Guy baby sensory video before like <laughs> any of that shit. I was playing like XCOM two and fucking like. Oh yeah, yeah, strategy know. games and stuff. I'll usually have like a podcast going. It's probably not yeah. something visual. Yeah. But, um. um also, my job makes me do a lot of sitting, so I, I read on the yeah. job. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Do do we want to talk a little bit about the, the the? I mean, who knows when when we're gonna get to the sequel? But just just because the sequel has been like in release hell for like yeah, seemingly they, the past year, did they move it back another year? It's. So the it's sequel is still never officially supposed. Out. It's still like supposed to come out in December, but yeah, 
Let me let I, me pull up I'm, a quick I'm timeline not... on it. Yeah, it's, I it's hold not, on. Let me pull it's up not my coming notes. out in December because it no longer has uh, the hard release date anymore. Like it's scheduled for December twentieth, but uh, even Wikipedia like doesn't like list that yeah, as concrete. It's... So the, it's 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 pretty much done. I mean, it keeps apparently it keeps getting like cut and recut and messed with. Like the longer it gets delayed, like they were always like, a sign of a a, a, a movie that'll a be great sign. when it comes out. Yeah, well, it was supposed like, to come out. It was supposed to come out at the at, at the beginning of 2022. Yeah, well, it was completed. Oh, they finished co- like filming at like you know principal photography in January 2022. Yeah. So yeah, and that and they was were after like, they already delayed the production because of COVID. Yeah, yeah, COVID, yeah. and then the most recent sort of re, you know before that it was you know because of the Warner Discovery merger, and now it's probably going to be because you know the the studios refused to fucking negotiate fairly with writers and actors, so they're just going to like turbo bomb their like holiday season, which is fucking ridiculous. But they've been like cutting like shooting and cutting and then like editing out cameos for like old ass like michael keaton batman and then like affleck and then like shooting like doing reshoots in the interim so from what i gather this when this movie comes out it's gonna be a fucking wreck this movie is supposed to come out in three months and doesn't have a trailer yet like yeah. that's who we're that's what we're dealing that's with that's where like, we're at right poster. now it doesn't have enough Hollywood stuff in it to appease the whichever Warner Brothers executive is obsessed with Hollow Earth and had them like, put it in both yeah, this movie it? and then got I that don't know who weird. it is, but it's 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 in this and then it's also in Godzilla versus Kong and yeah. I think the other Kong movies. And they they did make Journey to the Center of the Earth years ago, so I don't know if it was a guy at New Line who had a little bit of power there and then moved up the chain to Warner Brothers proper. That he was like, I gotta have, I gotta have my movies have some hard work. They're on their John Peters giant spider shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's really, it's really weird because like it just doesn't. There's like, I mean, even Blue Beetle had a trailer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like the fucking the the first promotional image that isn't like concept art that was revealed at like a retailer convention is fucking is like literally like. like fan art like there's there's fan art as the fourth highest image for it on google right now and then the other are like past photos and then like leak retailer photos it's oh it's so over yeah i have it's Juan said the sequel is strongly influenced by the film planet of the vampires yeah what? he did say the he Mario did say Baba that movie? he did say no dude Juan is Juan is so cool the reason why Aquaman 2 is going to be hot ass is because the part of the reason why it keeps getting delayed is every single like uh test audience screening comes out like highly negative. And again, test audiences are the stupidest people on yeah, earth. Test it should the, it should be illegal to do test screenings. They're cheap. What happened was like the first test the the first cut of this movie is probably great. It's probably a great film. Like there's nothing making a Mario Bava style Aquaman movie is is like that's how you cook. That's that but, sounds like some awesome shit. I'm a Mario Bava style Aquaman. Fucking sign me up. Awesome. You had me so in that. They, awesome. They screen they screened that and then like. 
like the the test audiences were like, hold on, this looks like a real movie. You can't be showing. Yeah, you know, and fucking, then they're gonna be like, no, nah, you're like, cooking too much. I read rap TV. Like I don't know how to read. <laughs> you know, I fucking. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then, and then fucking. Like they, they they recut the movie, you know, they MCUify it, and then like Ugh. you know they show it to the audiences, and they're like, this this shit sucks. Like superhero fatigue is real. Uh, so they recut it again, and it's just gonna keep getting recut, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be like weed and cut levels of bad. Oh probably. god. Yeah. No. Fucking. Uh, I don't it, wish it's that not upon even anybody. Juan working on it anymore. It's it's fucking Peter Safran who who is the the oh, guy. Christ. Yeah, it's so Ew. over. Yeah, with uh, let's see. So yeah, it's Jober. Oh yeah, no, they've 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 been they've been having Michael DeLuca, the the head of New Line Cinema, work as as a as like a a reshoot director on the thing, and he was the guy who uh, fucking wrote the. Uh, the original Drudge Dread film. Okay, I haven't so, seen. I thought in... that was okay. Uh, Stallone one, you mean? As well as, it's not good. I don't know. I I don't know. One of them. He also, it was he also produced. Uh, he produced Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, he wrote. Um, he wrote Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, In the Mouth of Madness, and Judge Dread. Oh, oh, I love yeah, in the mouth of madness. Yeah, and, and that's a that's a that's a that's a movie. I feel like it's kind of carried by the directing. Though. Like it's not a. It, I don't think it's an. Yeah, amazing I think that script. was a director. Yeah. That was. Um, I'm pretty sure that was Carpenter as like a director for hire. But also, he's the uh, he's the reason stuff. why like every single one of the Nightmare on Elm Street sequels got like hacked to death in production. Oh, I believe yeah. that. Oh God. Yeah. No, he worked on he worked on Nightmare Five. Uh, so, uh, the, uh, Grim Tidings so yeah, it's, for Aquaman it's so 2. It, it sounds sounds like it's kind of Jover. It's, it's, it seems like a lot of these big like releases are, are flopping lately. Like, what, 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 like, real hits have we had out of cape shit movies or adjacent um, in a side? I like, guess the last I mean, Spider-Man. No did, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Spider-Man's always... The last Spider-Man. Uh, the, the Batman movie did, like, did decent uh, but that's like that was that's like two or three years ago now isn't it the batman no the batman was last year no it was last year was 2022 yeah it came out 2022 oh wow has it only been it came out march 2022 yeah yeah i know because it was the second movie that i i worked on at the theater and then oh, well, it, why like, did I? Why did it feel longer ago than that? I just have a it's just distorted it's sense of time. Just because like that movie had no discourse about it, like fucking like Ben Shapiro and shit, like tried to say that the movie was woke, and then a bunch of people tried to say the movie was cop. Ben agenda, Shapiro says everyone... that shit about every movie because well, yeah, exactly. It's he's like, like, it's like five three. It's like yeah, like 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 some some guy called like like fucking like uh, uh I don't know like. The gritty cinephile, but like with the 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 the, the hockey mascot or whatever. Yeah, like the beardening or something. Yeah, the beardening. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's like some 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 like DSA guy said it was cop agenda, and then like Ben Shapiro said it was uh, it was fucking like woke or whatever, which means that it's like a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like if 
if all the annoying people on Twitter are trying to like force it into the puzzle box of their politics, that means it's like a six out of six out of ten to like a, a strong people eight. really that that type of person. Just aside from the ones that are just doing it for an audience, but they just they yeah. really want to really just be able to point at a movie and say, oh, it's the it's capital G good politics or it's bad, but like they want a real simple labels and or, or categories for everything like exactly. it's it's amazing like i wonder um, what turns you into a person like that like which why is, which is why the batman is the best movie ever made because people were trying to like seriously say it's cop agenda because they arrested a guy named the penguin out by like by like the fucking GCPD or something, but it's like this is this is doing a you're doing a black you're doing a cop agenda you're doing a it's like it's stupid I love it it's, yeah, it's getting weird to me now how many because actors have now appeared as different roles in multiple comic book movies yeah yeah the, it's a lot of them now where what, you can both be like DC, DC and the MCU they got their hands on Willem Dafoe. So, oh, one grenade. Oh, yeah. And roll an arrow. This is going to be the best. He did, actually. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is going to be the best movie that we see for this podcast uh, with Willem Dafoe in it that didn't come out in like 2003. Uh, are we going to see any other movies with Willem Dafoe? Yeah. Willem Dafoe's great. He's in, 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 in Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the original. In, no, the oh MCU. yeah, he's in right. Too. He's in yeah. no, he's in no he's way in home. He's in the MCU. Right. We have to we have to watch that movie. It's gonna be unless unless suck, we do dude. like unless we do like a Patreon raffle and someone suggests like <laughs> to live and die in L.A., which we nah, that movie rocks. Say. That movie's um, awesome. He's so hot in it. He's so <laughs> Willem young Willem Dafoe could absolutely get this busy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, follow that up. Does anyone else have have anything they wanted to uh, say about this movie before we move on to our um, uh, our watch something I, else recommendations? I want to I, I want to give a shout out to the very beginning of the movie. Um, uh, Arthur Chu's dad. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm just forever gonna call him Arthur Chu. Uh, he has a he has a golden retriever puppy, and I pointed and I was like, it's Pablo. <laughs> All golden retrievers I see now are Pablo. Although, although Pablo's dad, our our, our lovely uh, our lovely patron, don't know me, was like, I "Don't accept any imitators. Cute dog, but that's no Pablo." <laughs> yeah, right. he didn't destroy my couch. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the shout out <laughs> to the couch that Pablo destroyed. <laughs> um. Seriously, everybody, get in our Discord. We're we're having fun in we're here. We're having a good time. Um, we post lots of our, our post pets channel, especially, is lovely. I'm I'm partial to comics chat. So so uh, watch something else. Recommendations, uh, yes. Graham. You're you're our guest, so I want to give yeah, you, you first crack here. I feel like the obvious one is the Northman because Nicole Kidman and Willem Dafoe play the same roles in that movie in a much better movie. Um, kind of, you know, yeah, it's like, actually. It's, I mean, I, it's an yeah. aquatic, it's a seafaring, you know, warrior culture. Um, 
there was a really shitty it wasn't boss logic but some kind of shitty pan fan poster i saw in 2013 where somebody we're gonna cook about boss logic sometime (laughs) made made, um what's his name alexander skarsgård into aquaman on that poster so in my head like that that is a true fact even though it was never something that was gonna happen so i just associate with him with aquaman because i think that's the first time i ever read his name on anything um but yeah i mean that's just a you know a similar movie of him i guess he wants to be king but obviously it's you know a much better story uh just cooler looking you know robert eggers is you know he's a pretty good director i haven't seen the lighthouse but oh lighthouse 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 is great i'm gonna uh, you know what i didn't have that and i i had already recommended no it's um, mine Northman. Oh, okay. I well, I had already. Okay, rec- yeah. This is the second recommendation for the Northman that we've given on the podcast. I gave that as like an alternate for Thor movies because Thor movies are usually dire. Oh, sure. Yeah, um, yeah. But no, I yeah, absolutely didn't mean to Northman. The, no, no, <laughs> totally. No, you made a great point that this this movie actually probably has a lot more in common thematically and in terms of story with uh, uh, Aquaman. Um, well, it's it's and, classic. And you get to see Anya, Anya Taylor Joy shows off. She's wearing a merkin Ooh. too. There's a scene where she's showing off her merkin. You're not gonna you're not gonna get that in Aquaman. It's classic hero fable stuff. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say uh, yeah. The Lighthouse. Speak of Robert Eggers and Willem Dafoe. That movie's just what if instead of a Robert blast. Egger? No. No. <laughs> no. And uh uh speaking of uh uh big dick uh Jim Cameron, the Abyss. Yeah. Some of the finest underwater photography you'll you'll see in a uh a major studio motion picture. I was gonna rewatch that last night and uh but uh Epic Peter and Nice Lloyd uh disconnected Cole's server <laughs> so I couldn't watch it. Um uh, Cole, do you want to? Because I have four. I might have a DVD. Do you want to? Do you want to throw out your watch something else, or are you just going to be like watch Linkara's rundown on the Mac Black Manta <laughs> series? Actually, I don't think Aquaman, Aquaman has graced Linkara that many times. I know he did the Aquaman origin for Secret Origin. He's too afraid of being bullied for saying anything good about Aquaman because he's already bullied so much. Yeah, let me let me look up actually. Okay. Let's look up Linkara it's Aquaman. Like, um, okay, because well, Aquaman's already a laughing stock. You know, it's he's he's the kid I in the know, cafeteria that I, I only sits Aquaman with one other kid. Is uh uh or actually because he's like a huge Teen Titans autist, he's a big fan of Tempest, which I get because. Oh sure, uh, yeah. Tempest yeah. costume is sick. Love. Okay, well you. Yeah, no, it's it's actually it's straight up just uh it's just the Aquaman origin and then just imagine Stanley creating Aquaman. Okay, <laughs> well you look that up. I'll give uh, my but, recommendations, um, or unless you want to do that now. So my pick is Avatar two. Uh again, it's just it's this movie, no but shit. just better in every single way. Like as much as I appreciated this film, uh. Part of the reason why Aquaman 2 is going to be hot ass is because they don't have like a trillion dollars to fucking rent the Iraqi Stargate and go to Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they don't they, they, they don't have the Truman Show dome that they built in New Zealand that you can see from space. Yeah, no, that that movie, like 
I, I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but when I saw Avatar 2, I was on a lot of edibles. I yeah, me too. Don't like the, I don't like the <laughs> first oh, yeah. movie. I, I, I think it's see. like I think it's mid. I think it's like a like a strong like strong six and a half. But um, Avatar two is a ten out of ten. Uh, there's like an entire like hour of that film in the middle where there's like no actual human beings on on the screen. It's like just the blue people. And I was like, yeah, this is this is like TV that the aliens gave us. <laughs> like, it's, I, it's, I straight up like forgot that I was watching something made by it's, human beings. It's the only time I've been impressed by CGI since I was like twelve. <laughs> yeah, I shamefully it's, took an edible that was too strong for me and fell asleep during that movie. Oh, I need to, uh, oh dude, it's like 190 minutes. It's a long ass movie. The second time I watched that movie, I was I actually I was eating some smoked salmon and smoking weed. Uh, it was great. Oh, that's smoke fancy. Salmon. I'll smoke. I'll smoke. I'll reassemble the black manta bong and smoke a manageable oh, yeah. amount of weed. Can we can we end on the on the black manta bong story? Let me get my recommendations yeah. out first because I yeah. got I got three technically four. I'm uh, also gonna let Graham do the read something because he's our okay. Oh sure yeah yeah sure. Um, all right. So first recommendation uh, is a Croatian, Slovenian, Brazilian, American movie produced by the god Martin Scorsese. It's a movie called Marina. Uh, it's about a teenage girl uh, who loves the ocean and hates her abusive shithead dad who's trying to sell their land on the Adriatic Sea uh, to his hot rich friend. Uh, it's a like a it's like a family drama. Uh, very wasn't expecting it to be so like high anxiety in in terms of putting you in the shoes of this like poor girl who again loves the ocean and hates her fucking shitty dad uh, has gorgeous gorgeous underwater photography and again that super compelling like family narrative much more compelling than anything going on in Aquaman uh, check it out it's a like a, a recent movie came out like within the last year I think it won a couple awards at Cannes. Uh, great movie. Great. Your 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 dad. Your dad or the sea. You got to pick one. Yeah, it's a movie about loving the ocean and hating your dad. Uh, second, uh, this is a uh, Japanese movie from the 1980s by the guy who would go on to direct Evil Dead Trap, which is a pretty gnarly horror movie. Not like you know, not what its its title would suggest. Uh, but this is a movie called uh, Mermaid Legend, and it's about a pearl diver who takes revenge on a bunch of corrupt businessmen who murder her husband for land development. Uh, and the last 20 minutes are like fucking Kill Bill. Oh, that uh, sounds just sick. Like, just like the bloodiest, like most savage sort of like ending sequence of a movie. It's it's completely fucking gnarly. Also has gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous underwater like photography. Um, like a lot of like a lot of that opening is spent on just showing sort of the me- the meticulous process of like diving for pearls, and it's it's just breathtaking to look at. Uh, third, technically fourth, because these are two movies in one. Uh, they are uh both adaptations of The Little Mermaid, released in 1976. Uh, one is Russian and one is Czech. Uh, the Russian one takes a little bit of more liberties where like the tit- like the titular little mermaid, she like just trades in her like nice manic panic die job and keeps her voice. But she talks like Mia Goth. Um, uh, the second one, the Czech version, it it oh my god, how do I describe the way it doesn't do underwater sea photography? Instead, it like st- 
stages like costumes and like dresses the set to like as like an avant-garde sort of like take on what like an underwater like uh, almost like a stage play if you were trying to make would, a stage play would, about would like it be accurate mermaid? to say it's like an expressionistic yeah kinda, no, expressionistic uh, yeah i would say take on on what underwater would look like yeah it's it's really gorgeous you see like these like giant like hairdos with like like sea nets and like seashells in the midst it's a very gorgeous movie both of them are very gorgeous movies but i would say like the Czech one, because, like, the Czechs in, like, the 60s and 70s were, like, on some other fucking shit entirely. It's so are these so, both just called The Little Mermaid? Yeah, they're both a little, well, each in their respective, like, language, but they are both, yeah, they're Where both, Where would you like, find those? Was that on, like, YouTube or something? They're, they're on YouTube. Both of them oh, are nice. on YouTube, yeah. Do you yeah. think uh, bongs work underwater? Does anyone know if bongs work underwater? You'd have to ask a mermaid. I, no. How? Can, How could they possibly? You have to light shit on fire to they, make them okay, work. Where do they use lava? It, it's still it <laughs> just it, 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 nothing you're stone. saying makes any sense. It's just, <laughs> they just use the heat from the lava to ignite the weed. Just drop it in one of those heat vents and just taking taking hits yeah, off dude, one of I, those I like bottom of the ocean floor heat vents. I feel like the Atlanteans had to have been smoking. Right, but these are things where you would have to smoke. <laughs> you have to breathe in. Well, their their bongs work in reverse, or there's just a little chamber of air. <laughs> All right, um, Nicole. Before to close us out, would you like to uh, thank our patrons? Um, sure. Oh, we we right. No, Graham, you're getting black, yeah to yeah, read. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> and then I'll then I'll thank our our lovely the lovely people who give us money. Uh, yeah. So my great aunt was a Y2K prepper. And uh, what? Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, sorry, I was, I was like eight, and even I knew like nothing was gonna happen. <laughs> when she died, we born. found uh, we found a gas mask in her basement, and that just came with me uh, to college. Um, that, that she died like right at the end of uh, when I was in high school, and then about day three into the pandemic. Uh, you know, years after just having this gas mask kind of sit around in my room, um, they announced like, okay, classes aren't, you know, coming back to, you know, we're not reconvening for class for the rest of the semester. I was like, all right, I got nothing going on. So I, uh, I had, um, you know, part of an Allen key, uh, part of a socket wrench, like hold the, hold the socket wrench piece into the, the gas mask mouth. And I, I assembled that just while listening to the, uh, the Depeche Mode song. Um, oh my god, you literally did that scene. <laughs> I, yeah, no, that's, you know, the I green really manta. <laughs> um, Actually, uh, yeah, yeah, if he smoked weed, he wouldn't be as autistic. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, you know, I kind of didn't get up to anything after that because it was a very confined world I was living in, as we all were. But, uh, I miss having that thing around. Um, for my read, something else, I would probably say, uh, I was going to say Warlord by Mike Grell, because DC does have a uh, a Hollow Earth thing, uh, like a Hollow Earth world called Scartera that was like created from Atlantis. Um, but they never, like it's never collected, connected to Aquaman's Atlantis. It's just the concept of like, an old city has to be Atlantis. Like, you know, he's a, he's a Barry Windsor Smith Conan wannabe. They DC clearly wanted a book like that, but I think my like yeah. 
real suggestion is Tom Scholey's American Barbarian. You might know him from uh, doing Transformers G.I. Joe a couple years ago, or he did the Kirby biography, and now he has a Lee one coming out in, in fall. Um, but oh. American Barbarian, it's just he's applying like the craziest sort of G.I. Joe tactical shit to sort of He-Man designs. There's a great page where, or like four pages where he goes through a sand crawler and it's like him doing flips around every single chamber of the sand crawler fighting henchmen. It's just really incredibly drawn uh, stuff that Shuli's pumping out. He's a, he's a crazy guy. Uh, his arch nemesis is a pharaoh that has two tanks for boots. His name is Two Tank Omen, like Tutankhamen. in common. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Tom's, he's Tom's, he's good Tom's for puns like wrong. that. Oh yeah, I love him yeah. so much. I think he's it used great. to be on his website for free, but I think he took that website down because Penguin he's Random a, House. He's got a book about how Stan Lee was elder abused to death uh, coming yeah, out. Yeah, that's coming out in the spring. In the spring, okay. not the spring. Yeah. Uh, in September. Oh, this is September, wild. Sorry. I didn't expect um, so much of the art. It, uh, it, like you can sort of tell it's it's contemporary, but there's elements of it that feel like the drawing of of Two Tank Omen here feels like a throwback to that like 70s 60s kirby oh, stuff yeah. a bit okay Stu, actually i'm gonna make you read g i don't care if you don't know jack shit about fucking gi joe or transformers read gi joe versus transformers it's amazing <laughs> it's a masterpiece i love it's, i love Tom Shirley's work so much um but yeah if, if i mean if you like gi joe versus transformers this is kind of tom Shirley singing uh you know, building out some of his best work in this book. All right. Uh, so yeah, Nicole, do you have our? <laughs> yeah, our I do. No, no, gonna... I, that sounds really interesting. I just didn't have a, a useful follow up to it. Yeah. I, actually, I think I'll <laughs> sure. keep uh, we petered out there. That's uh, all right because we're gonna yeah, thank uh, the people who give us money. Uh, so I'm gonna well, I'm gonna thank our all of our August uh, patrons. Um, so thank you to the Duke. Tavio, Dr. Crime, Aiden, Bastion, Cornell, Dakota, Jurgen, Tin Can Hitman, C. James Donovan II, and Alex P. Uh, thank you guys all. Um, what did you're gonna buy Armored Core with your share of the money, Cole? Actually, I, I, I decided I'm gonna buy it tonight after I finish my homework because okay. I have Treats. a three day weekend. Treats for you. Don't wanna, I don't wanna wait till, uh, yeah, the, the first okay, is Friday. So- Fuck that. No- all right, so so your money will not be going towards armored core people. My money so will probably be breathe, going breathe to breathe a sigh of relief. Yeah, no, it will probably be going <laughs> to like my continued addiction to buying comic books at auction on eBay. But like, not, not like <laughs> yeah. not because I'm trying to resell them, but because uh, I I I bought one hardcover omnibus and I was like, oh, this is so much better than reading a trade, and I, I got a taste of the good life. Go back. Uh, and I'm gonna buy a pillow. I'm gonna buy a nice, expensive You're pillow. Buy a my pillow, not a my pillow, but yes, a nice, expensive pillow because I just, I, I just haven't had a good night's sleep in like my entire adult life. <laughs> I can't really need one. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, when we ask everybody, say good night, Stu. That helps. What was I gonna say? Can I pimp my my yeah, pillow real yeah, quick? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I just got a comic that came out back in April, CYMK Ultra. You can find that on my uh, Etsy store. Uh, 
brain. Hold on, let me actually pull up what it is. Sorry. Um, so CYMK Ultra is my uh, uh, pop art super spy comic. Um, it ties together Andy Warhol, uh, the CIA, and um, the two most influential Daredevil cartoonists of the 80s. Uh, and my Etsy is Brain Gramage, G-R-A-M-A-G-E, Comics, C-O-M-I-X. Uh, I will also be at Small Press Expo in uh, just a couple of weeks, actually, September 9th and 10th in Bethesda, Maryland, uh, tabling there. Uh, if you're in that area or going to be at that show. Um, yeah. East, East coast listeners, check that out. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, just uh, I'll, if you post a, if you can post that link here in the chat, I'll, oh, uh, sure. I'll make yeah, sure it yeah. gets in the episode description. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, check the episode description uh, for links and uh, unless any, there's anything else, I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, um, Tom Scioli did a storm. Uh, Stardust. That's it. I don't know. I don't know who the fuck that is, but good for them. I think he just did. Good for them. Uh, Nicole's getting sleepy. Thank you, everybody, for for listening and for supporting the show. Thank you so much, Graham, for coming on. Yeah, thank Uh, you. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Very welcome. Yeah, Uh, welcome back anytime. And uh, absolutely. And uh, that's everything. Uh, I hope you all have a good night or whatever time of day it is. And we will see you again soon. And uh, keep an eye on the Patreon. We do have a a new uh, bonus episode coming for you shortly. Uh, Our patron raffle episode on Tank Girl. Yeah, giggliest episode yet. Yeah, I was very giggly, and probably our best—the best bit we've ever done. Yeah, yeah. You'll to, to find out good. who and what that is. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. Uh, thank you again, and that's the episode. What movie are we showing? What movie are we watching? I don't. We'll discuss that off the pod. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> The way of water has no beginning and no end. Fuck Aquaman. No, man. He bangs chicks? Good for him. He fucks dudes? Got no problem with that. He starts fucking fish? That's taking it a step too far. Guy on Twitter works for the aquarium. Said for 50 bucks, he brings him in the back so he can have his way with a sturgeon. I refuse to believe that. And I refuse to believe that at Pepe the Frog 89 is lying to me for no reason. Shout out to Jim. Hi, Jim. Shout out to Jim. Hi, Jim.